You're listening to Outside by Design, a podcast about the business of creativity in the outdoor industry. This podcast is brought to you by Wheelie, a creative agency for people who thrive outside. We help connect people with themselves, each other, and the natural world through communication and creative work that makes people feel feelings and take action. Basically, we're all about making marketing that matters. This is our podcast about leveling up yourself, your brand, and your community through powerful creative work. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Outside by Design. This is Iris coming at you from Wheelie. Lisa is tied up in a bunch of meetings and prepping for a big shoot at the end of this week, so I am going to be introducing our guest by myself this week. And today we have a wonderful conversation with Latasha Dunstan, aka Jitterbug Art, on Instagram. You've probably seen her work, especially her most recent piece that she shared, the In Solidarity piece that she created in tandem with Teresa Baker and Kula Cloth. And for her and for everyone, this is a really strange time, a difficult time, an emotional time. This interview was recorded a few weeks ago, so we do not get into the current events. Um, But Latasha, in an email this week, said that even though this is such a strange time for her, that this podcast being released is going to be a bright spot in her week. And I hope that it will serve as a bright spot in your week as well, because Latasha has so much important information to share in this episode. So Latasha gets into how she got started as a creative and how she broke into the outdoor industry. And she also is unafraid to talk about money and getting paid for what you're worth, which is a really important topic that's happening right now is allies. You can listen up on that. Pay for the information that you're getting from Black voices and paying for content that you're getting from Black people, using your dollars to support Black voices and Black creatives. So I hope you enjoy getting to know Latasha if you don't know her already. This is such a wonderful episode. Here we go. Latasha, thank you so much for being here today, and I'm so stoked to have you on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. And so the first question we ask everyone is to describe where you are and what you're looking at. So I am um, sitting in my bedroom in Denver, Colorado, close to downtown, and I am looking at all my plants, (laughs) always surrounded by plants. I really like that about you. I was watching a... uh one of your vlogs where you traveled to, I think, San Francisco and you went to a plant store right away. (laughs) Yeah. I'm always trying to sniff out as if I can like take it on the plane, but I'm always trying to sniff out a plant shop. I'm just curious to see like what other cities carry. And um, I specifically love walking around neighborhoods and kind of seeing like what plants grow outside. Um, Living here in Colorado, we have like a lot of cacti and things like that. Um, and when I always go over to like California, if I go down south, I'm looking at like huge palms and monsteras. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, like this stuff is growing on the sidewalk and we pay so much money to get them at the store <laughs> in Colorado. <laughs> that's true. Man, that's awesome. So I'm curious, what's your story and how did you end up in Denver um, as a freelance illustrator and muralist? Like how, yeah, tell me about you. So it's, it's kind of long, but not 
that long. Um, <laughs> but I'm originally from Baltimore, Maryland, born and raised. And then I graduated high school, moved away to Richmond, Virginia, right away to go to art school there. And it was quite the journey. <laughs> uh, Richmond is a really fun city. I love it. I miss it a lot. And um, college was super difficult, to be honest. I had a degree. I earned my degree in scientific and preparatory medical illustration. Whoa. So I had a double major in the art school and also the biology department, like the science school. And it was a lot to balance, especially because I was putting myself through school um, with some help from my grandma. But I was working like four part-time jobs at a time or something like that, doing like 19 credits. It was a lot. Um, but five years later, I graduated. Super excited about it. But I was extremely burnt out, like had absolutely no creative drive, no will to be an artist at the time. I was just like, I just need to like relax for a second because that was a lot so like college was so much um so I took like a year I would say to just work like I was a bartender I'd always worked restaurant that was always a consistent thing and um I was just working and saving money and just living my life having fun with friends and um my partner at the time was going through flight school so I was kind of supporting us in that and then we we're choosing between some cities to move to because we decided that Richmond wasn't really a place where we were growing and we wanted to move on um, as much as we loved it. It was super fun. So um, we had some cities in mind and we chose Denver. And that's because even from Richmond, Virginia, when I was online searching for different art opportunities or mural festivals or just any type of creative opportunities, I was seeing so much stuff in Colorado. Like, so much stuff. And I thought that was so odd. Like, it would be like New York, L.A., um, like, very little stuff going on in Virginia. And there was so much art stuff happening in Colorado. So that was, a very, that was like, a red flag for me. And it was always on my radar because of that. So um, that in com combination with the airline industry, having multiple airlines hubbed here in Denver, we decided to move here. So that's kind of the decision-making process. And at the time, I had never been this far west. Um, and that was really exciting for me. I was super excited to see a different type of landscape. I was very used to playing in the Blue Ridge Mountains at the time, um, along the Shenandoah Valley. And uh, that is a lot more like big hills compared to the Rocky Mountains. <laughs> when I first saw the Rocky Mountains, my jaw hit the ground. I was like, holy moly. But um, yeah. yeah, it was a big boost of inspiration for me. And I came to Denver with a goal in mind to be a freelance artist and to do art full time and to be outside. And somehow <laughs> I pulled it off. <laughs> and I'm yeah. still like, like my partner and I, we like still are super shocked by that today like we're just like wow this is really crazy like because in reality next month will make my one year full-time artist anniversary at the Ooh. beginning of June so um when I moved here I got two restaurant jobs because the cost of living here in Denver is ex more expensive than Richmond so I got two restaurant jobs and I was rocking that out for the first like six months and then that's when I um kind of got my my business plan together my head right and I was like all right this is kind of the 
there's like a there's a method to the madness right like um being an artist is not really about at least being an artist that works in a commercial space because I do do a lot of commercial-esque type art like like editorial illustration and brand work and stuff like that like that takes strategy like there's not really a way to um like flaunt any type of art degree and just nail stuff you know what I mean like it has you have to have a portfolio you have to make the work that you want to be hired for and you have to know people like networking obviously in any industry is extremely important so and I took that first six months to like work two jobs and uh, save up money and get a game plan going like all right what industry do I want to be in what type of art am I going to be focused on what type of demographic is here like how like what am I where am I going who am I doing this for you know so yeah I know that with my niche of like doing scientific art and like natural science type art that I wanted to um, stick to things dealing with nature and plants so I was kind of doing some research and I stumbled across the outdoor retailer um, convention. And Mm -hmm. this was January 2018 when I'm sitting on my computer doing this. And at that point, I've been in Denver for six months. And um, I'm looking on a computer and I see outdoor retailer is coming to Denver. And I'm like, what is this? I had never heard of it before. Didn't know an outdoor industry was a thing. And I clicked on it and I'm looking around, poking around. And then I somehow ended up on Something Independence website, which is a organization, I believe, based in Golden. Yeah, that's Chuck, right? Yeah, with Chuck, yeah. yeah. And so I stumbled across that, and Chuck had been, um, he was hosting some talks in the gallery across the train tracks from the convention center. And um, there were like lots of industry people on these panels. And I was just like, dope, this is my way in. Because I realized that I didn't know that you needed like a pass to get into um, OR. Mm-hmm. So I had ridden my bike down there and I had I worked downtown at the time. Like I worked at this restaurant right on 16th Street Mall. So nice. it was a day when I had work that evening and there were talks like all morning at that gallery with something independent. So I got up early, packed up my stuff for work, popped on my bike, went down there. And I sat in that gallery all day until I had to go to work. And I went back the next day and the next day and sat in there all four days in between my um, shifts. And I just took notes, listened, learned a lot about the outdoor industry, gave my card to people, took numbers. I believe I met the um, owner of Icelandic Skis there. I met Jen Grecki from Coalition Snow. Mm-hmm. I met um, Andrea Slusarski. Hopefully I'm Love. saying her name right. Love uh, her. From, from Nature. Yep, I met yeah. her. I met Gail from She Explores. I met Amanda Gold from um bold brew who does project 16x i literally met so many people that to this day are like great friends of mine and have given me so much guidance and so many like helpful tips and jobs and i'm I'm just like so grateful to like it's almost like my starting five is what it feels like like the people that i met first who kind of like gave me that access and that insight to the outdoor industry especially andrea like she's my girl yeah so after that, <clears throat> I ended up, and this is like seriously such a hilarious story. So after that, this is January OR 2018. I want to say like two weeks later, I'm laying in bed and Andrea shoots me this screenshot of a tweet 
from this this girl who's like looking for a woman of color creative to submit to this scholarship to go to this like outdoor creative retreat and it's called lodged out Hmm. and I don't know if you ever heard of that um Mm -mm. it's like an outdoor retreat for creative people and it really all people hosted by this woman named Bobby Lee she's dope lodged out is dope definitely should look that up and um so I was just like, hmm, I'm not doing anything. Laying here at 10 o'clock, I'll write a, a passage really quick and send it to this thing and see what happens. And um, I sent it in, like right then and there. And I would say two days later, the woman from the tweet messaged me on Instagram telling me that I had won and Ooh. that I would be going to Washington in the, at the end of February to attend Lodged Out for a weekend. It's like this unplugged like no technology like creative retreat where they have talks like people come in and give talks and um you do like you just hang out you do whatever you want you they they provide they provided cross-country skis and sleds and because we were up in Leavenworth Washington and it was like 14 feet of snow on the ground I had never been to the west coast before I had never seen that much snow in my life I had never like done anything like that before it was insane I was just like I cannot believe I'm doing this like when I was getting on the plane like I do not even know what's happening to me right now but let's just see what happens Mm -hmm. (laughs) and when I went there I met Katie Bouet Mm -hmm. who is a very close friend of mine love her and Mm -hmm. that was her very first time teaching her outdoor advocacy workshop to anybody so that was a really interesting experience for me because it was it opened up this whole world that I was unaware of when it comes to public lands when it comes to outdoor advocacy and like she seriously like lit a fire in me to be like damn I want to like do this like I want to join this industry I want to work with these people I want to like make a difference and like change some shit you know and so I sat through Katie's workshop and got super um, inspired and had a really amazing time and met so many inspiring people who like were having had their own businesses or they were writers or they were engineers or you know they were just everyday people and it was just so cool to be in that type of environment like I said I had literally never done anything like that before and it was super scary for me but that year like 2018 was kind of started this like year of yes type of situation which is this kind of like Shonda Rhimes like Mm -hmm. um thing and I just started saying yes to stuff because there's so many opportunities that I feel like we block our own blessings from receiving, if that makes sense, because of imposter syndrome or fear or what have you. And it's just, I I truly believe like the universe brings things your way for a reason. Like let it be, you're going to succeed or you're going to fail and learn something, but you shouldn't not give yourself that chance. So I just started saying yes to everything. And Literally by summer, I had been invited into OR with a badge to work for a brand, thanks to Katie, who was hired by said brand and then hired me as the artist to make four large chalk murals for the nonprofit booth that they had during summer OR. And that was like kind of like the spark that kind of got me going. And I was just like, all right, this is awesome. I want to keep doing this. And it's been uphill and super awesome ever since (laughs) hopefully I don't jinx myself but yeah wow you have so much fire like I love it I love (laughs) I love that you're just like yep I'm gonna go to these talks I'm gonna just go do this I'm gonna jump in I'm gonna learn about this like wow 
like I've always been very spunky and very like you have to get shit done yeah no matter what and like I'm I'm not one to kind of like wait for others to give me permission that's never been the way I've been like I was not supposed to go to VCU I could not afford that school at all I had no type of college savings I had nothing but I got accepted. I applied and I got accepted. It's the number one public art school in the nation. And I wanted to go to it. And I was like, I'm going to work my ass off and I'm going to go to this school. And yeah, it took me an extra year and a whole lot of tears and a whole lot of stress, but I did it. And that type of like fight mentality is like what I try and continue to like carry throughout my entire life because I've always had it since a kid. Oh man, that's awesome. I, uh, I started wheelie. I, I put myself through college as well. And, um, worked three jobs I was cake decorating at 4 a.m. Nice. I'd go open a bike shop go to class and then I'd go be on the cleaning crew at Noodles and Company in Fort Collins. Nice I, I love a good like <laughs> crack it on start for me it was a, I was a bus driver for high school oh, and I what? would get up yeah girl yeah. I drove that bus and I would be I would drop, pick up my girls <laughs> drop them off at school but I also coached volleyball at that same school so that's kind of how I got that gig and um yeah, would go literally drop the bus back off at the school by seven thirty and have to be at my lab, like my science lab, at like eight fifteen or something. So I would hop on my bike and like book it. Like I was like, people ask why I'm so thin. Like I never, I didn't have a car until I moved here, like last year. Like I would book it on my bicycle from all these jobs, and that's just kind of how I <laughs> kept kept myself together. Oh man, that's so you were a bus driver. Mm-hmm. Kept my scarf on and everything. No, it was so boring. It was so boring. I would just literally roll out of bed at like 4.30 in the morning. I would roll out of bed. Because the school was luckily on my street, but just like one or two blocks down. So I roll out of bed, hop on my longboard, roll down there, get in the bus all sleepy-eyed. Like just like so like zombie. It was like not. And And the girls were like in their own world and it was only like maybe five or six of them it wasn't like a whole bus full of because this was a, a private catholic school wow. and um so they were very quiet very reading a book sleeping <laughs> like it was super boring wow that... but one time I did run out of gas and that was interesting sure I can't even I can't even imagine <laughs> Oh wow. I I like that. And I'm actually really shocked to hear you uh are so new to the, well t- January 2018 was your big breakout year because to mm-hmm. me you just seem like a fixture in the outdoor industry. It really does feel that way and it's been such an like open arm experience and I know it's not like that for a lot of people of color in the outdoor industry so I feel very lucky to have been so like well received and just like and I don't know if it's the artist community because in my opinion like the outdoor artist community is legit like we look out for each other there's no competition there's no bad blood like everybody like roots each other on everybody shares opportunities like it's really like a welcoming everyone rises together type of environment in my Mm -hmm. experience big time Big time. And you're everywhere. You're drawn on snowboards, coalition. Like, <laughs> I've, I have seen your work everywhere. How it's It's been a busy couple of years. When I first started in 2018, at in January, I think I had maybe 700-something followers on Instagram. And today, 
I'm all I'm so close to 10k. Wow. So close to 10k. Like that's insane. Like to me as a regular person who like I'm literally the most like weird regular <laughs> like like dirt bag type of person. <laughs> so it's like so like interesting to see this like community come together around like my artwork and my messages and especially here in Denver like I'll be at Whole Foods and have like a random person come say hi to me like at the climbing gym like it's super fun yeah so I'm I'm really curious because as an artist like the stereotype of artists is like being more introverted and um awkward at negotiating and selling your work and selling your worth um so how has that journey gone for you as an artist as a woman as a person of color like how how's the negotiating in the outdoor industry been so that also has been a a learning experience and b pretty positive i would say um i have been able to negotiate multiple contracts that i feel like you know like i want to make this amount of money. And I feel like, I feel like I can say this now because it's already passed, but I'll give an example. So <clears throat> I did the Merrill Trail by Design competition last summer, which was very pivotal for me. Um, my design was this like solidarity fist that had, that had four different colors and four different landscapes and really spoke to a lot of people. And it was doing really well for the first month and then all of a sudden there was another design that kind of shot up out of nowhere and started like demolishing me and then for the rest of the summer we were going back and forth and back and forth and it was this whole thing and it was so (laughs) exhausting to be honest but um at the end the girl ended up winning first place by about a thousand. Well, honestly, I don't even remember. I just remember it being like a lot of votes and I was so devastated. Mm-hmm. But Merrill ended up printing my shirt anyway because they saw the real life visible community that was rallying behind this shirt. Like I was getting hundreds of like reshares a day and like big brands like really pushing for this t-shirt to support me like Otterbox and things like that and so they decided to go ahead and make the shirt now what they tried to offer me at first was um I want to say the grand prize was 1500 and then they got 7500 donated to a charity of your choice they offered me less than 1500 I don't remember the number exactly right now and then also more than half less of the charity money it was like ended up being like 2000 or something like $2,500 to my charity or something like like not even half Hmm. and so I negotiated back with them I was like oh I super appreciate you guys still wanting to print my t-shirt and seeing the the the, like community that's come around it but I believe that if you're going to print my t-shirt next to this other person, I deserve $1,500 as well because my art is not worth less. Yes. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, you're not going to print my shirt, which is clearly and did clearly sell more. Okay. I sold out of multiple sizes and this is, and I know I sound shady and I'm sorry, I'm childish, but I like it. The numbers don't lie. Okay. And so I asked for that 1500 and they say yes. Of course they did. And, and that was one of my proudest moments last year because 
I was so nervous to do that because I'm like, who am I to take second place and ask for a first place prize? But shit, (laughs) you know, like it's worth the same, if not more. Yes, that story makes me so happy. How like, how did you do it? Were you just like, oh, hell no. And then and then just like practice what you were going to say or like took a day to respond to an email or like. So I talked to my partner. I talked to my partner about it first because I was just like, because it instantly, that's what I thought in my head. When I saw that, I was like, well, shit, like you're essentially what they're doing is licensing the design for a certain amount of time. Mm -hmm. So if you're you're saying like you're going to license this girl's design for $1,500 for a certain amount of time and you're also taking my T-shirt for that same amount of time, why would I not get paid the same amount of money if my T-shirt is going to make y'all this like money, if not more than the other girls. Cause I knew for a fact that my design was better. Like, sorry about it, but I knew it was mm-hmm. like, everybody made awesome stuff, but I knew that my design had the message. It had the, the community behind it. Mm-hmm. So I felt strong about that. And like, maybe my confidence comes from the fact that I'm a Leo. That could <laughs> totally be a thing, but I've always been a very confident person. I'm not afraid to stand up for myself because the least they could have said was no. Mm -hmm. And okay, I'm gonna take my little thousand dollars or whatever it was, 750 and put my tail between my legs and walk away. Okay. (laughs) But like, it's, it never hurts to try. And there was another time when I was working on a mural project and I had seen the site months prior and then I get to the site and it was not this what I remembered it being like the wall was way more textured so I ended up spending like multiple more days on this project than I like expected in my head and what I quoted them originally so mid-project and this I was so nervous about this one too but I sent an email mid-project and I was like look this is my situation I'm noticing that like the wall is way more textured it's taking way more paint I've had to go buy more materials I've had to extend my stay by multiple days to finish this I need $3,000 more or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, mm-hmm. like to finish this project uh, effectively, like efficiently, excuse me. Mm-hmm. And um, they were willing to give it to me. And I was like, well, damn. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just like, it always shocks me because I'm like, well, shit. <laughs> like, I didn't know, re- like, you could really do this. But like, if you, if you are professional, if you're good at your job, if you know your worth, people will pay for, like, you get what you pay for. Absolutely. So, yeah, it's been it's been a learning process and I am not I feel like I've I did not know I had that type of like like business spunk in me, but to be honest, like it's a it's a white man's world, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and if movies have taught me anything, you walk in a room and you say what you want. And so I just try to channel <laughs> channel that inner confidence that inner boss man and mm-hmm. ask for what I want absolutely I love negotiating I do like I think at first because they don't teach you that in art school no they don't and I took a business class for my art school and they did not teach me that <laughs> right and so yeah so I mean I think I think it's actually kind of fun to explain what goes into the work like the pre-production you know the vision um even if something takes you you know an hour to do it still took you 10 years to learn how to do it exactly Um, 
and so you know I don't I can't stand as an artist working um time for money like Mm -hmm. this will take me four hours so it is x amount because like if I'm more efficient I make less yeah no I I yeah I switched out of that mindset after like my first year I would say not 2018 but even before that because 2018 is really when I started my like for real career like I'm going to try and do this full time but I had been you know working as an artist part-time like all throughout college even before that technically like I I tell people that I've been an artist for like 26 years as a joke because like I've literally been an artist since kindergarten my grandma has all of my artwork like she has a museum of artwork (laughs) and um it's all it's anything I've it's all I've ever wanted to do like since I was a wee wee baby so it's pretty sweet to like be able to live my literal dream right now. Oh, I am just so happy for you. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, it's a lot of freaking hard work. Like it's definitely yeah. not like easy breezy, lemon squeezy, everybody's giving me all the things. Like, no, it's lots of lots of corresponding, lots of getting out of your own way. Cause I find that I talk to so many people who are scared of networking. And if you're scared of networking and talking to people, you're not going anywhere sorry to say it but like I saw a stat online the other day that said something like 60 something percent or 70 something percent of positions are filled like word of mouth Mm -hmm. like not even on that stack of resumes and stuff like that so it's like you have to like what I try and tell my friends is like you have to attend those events in your industry like you have to leave your studio you have to leave your office you have to get from outside of your computer and actually talk to people (laughs) Mm -hmm. and it's so obvious you're not scared of hard work no I am not I will take the extra way around you should have seen me peeling baby potatoes the other night my boyfriend was looking at me like um he's like that seems like a lot of work I'm like um this food about to be delicious and I'm gonna peel these potatoes (laughs) because they're gonna be delicious and I don't want the skin, so I'm gonna put in that extra work. Uh huh. Uh huh. I love that. Um. So what's like what's next for you? Do you know? Um. To be honest, no. I'm definitely well. Yeah, no, and yes. I kind of want to keep building on what I'm doing now. Like, like I said, I'm about to hit year one of doing freelance full time, and I just want to make this sustainable. I want to keep it going. I do have so many avenues already and I want to expand on that by adding um like books in the mix and uh because you know doing having that passive income is super important so I do things like putting prints in local shops here in Denver I have my online store I have my retail collab like merchandise collabs with other brands like Kula Cloth for example. And um, so like that stuff is like making money while I'm not there type of deal. So I would love to add <clears throat> books to that list. Um, I would love to make an illustrated cookbook. It's been something I've been saying out loud for over three years, probably. And I feel like next year is the year that I'm going to try and make that happen. Um, yeah, there's just so much to be done as an artist. I, I definitely want to get into more murals which I started doing last year. And I had some set up for this year. I had a lot of stuff set up this year, but obviously as, um, you know, the world is changing. 
and things are different. A lot of things are canceled. And I have not been one of those people to like post on the day that I'm like missing out on something because I just like, what is the point in that? Like mm-hmm. I've, I've moved on and I've just tried to, I'm trying to find ways to maneuver through our new reality. And one of those is like my workshops. Like I was teaching workshops all over the country last year. I had mm. a bunch of them set up this year too. And now I'm kind of trying to figure out how I can offer this digitally. I mean, not digitally, uh, virtually mm-hmm. in a way that is sustainable for me and doesn't require me to like clock in, in a way. There's a lot of thought. I, I feel like I spend so much time thinking about things before I execute, but I just try not to waste my time because I'm only one person and I have so many avenues of my business and I'm, I don't have an assistant. I don't have an intern. I literally do all this stuff by myself. So um, it's just a lot. And I just want to keep it and make it sustainable. Mm-hmm. Do you want to start hiring people? I do at some point. Um, I'm thinking maybe by 2022, I could be in that position. Because right now, I, I live in a 500 square foot apartment with my partner and my dog. And it is our everything space. Like it's our craft space, my workspace, our workout space, our like living and resting space right now. So it's, it's not really optimal for other people to be in the mix um, Mm -hmm. until I move into a bigger space. And this is our first time living this small. And I kind of love it to be honest. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But um, Yeah. When I have a bigger space or a separate studio space, I think I want to look into that. Cool. Cool. Man, I, you've got a lot going on. So much going on. And there's so much still to come. Like most of the work, I would say 60% of the work I do on a regular basis is like preparing for some project happening in the future or like making proposals to be, or like grant proposals, things like that to get projects and trips and things like that funded. So I always have so many cool ideas and I'm just so stoked to, for things to come to life. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, your passion is so evident. Thanks. Yeah, it's cool. Um, what, uh, is there anything you want to tell our audience that I haven't asked you about? Um, no, not really. I feel like, you know, this is, this is the, the information you get got in this time. If you want to know more, you got to dive into all of my other outlets like my Instagram and my YouTube or my website. My website has so many art portfolios in it. Like all of the projects that I do and commissions that I do are all documented on my website. It's really well organized and I'm proud of it. So you can always go browse that and learn more. And And I love to talk if y'all can't tell, like, cause I was yeah. a bartender for a very long time. So I'm not scared to talk to people. And um, I talk to people in my DMs all the time. Like I have made dozens of random internet friends from all over the country. Like I'm not scared to talk to people. So if you have a question or you just want to chat about art or getting outside or working for yourself, hit me up. Yeah. And so people can follow you. Jitterbugart.com is your website. Yep. And on my website are like links to all of my social medias and there's like an email submit form on there and all that stuff. So yeah, but Jitterbug Art on all other platforms as well. And I really like your YouTube channel. I like spent quite a bit of time on there yesterday and today. And that actually makes me like my skin crawl, which is like not, <laughs> no offense <laughs> to you, but like it's a neglected platform of mine that I want so badly to 
to do better. So now that you've said that, I have like two vlogs that I've been just sitting on and I've been unmotivated to post because of the pandemic hitting. So uh-huh. I really need to, my goal was to do one month, one vlog a month. And I have the the vlogs to make up for it. I just need to edit them and post them. So I'm going to do it because Lisa is watching. I'm watching. <laughs> and and the, you're, like, you're really funny. Like, they're very entertaining. I think I'm funny. So thank yeah, you. I thought you were funny. My friends don't like to laugh at me, but I think I'm funny. And again, yeah. that is the Leo in me just wanting to be a class clown and the center of attention because issues. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, w- I can't wait to collaborate with you at some point. And, uh. I know that's, I know it's going to happen. Um, yeah, it's so going to be awesome. Be fun. It's going to be awesome. And uh, I'm just, I'm happy to be connected with you. Happy to know you. Awesome. Awesome. It's great to hear that. And I'm happy to have talked to you too and get to know you a little bit. And I hope to, to see you in real life one day, maybe yes. at OR or something like that, if that ever happens again. Yeah. Um, or maybe if I'm ever in your city playing around, if that ever happens again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we'll make it work. thank you so much for joining us on the show latasha listeners can find her links in the show notes and just a reminder to fund and support black artists and black voices diversify your feed and take time to sit in some discomfort this week and take time to learn and grow both as people and as an industry because we have so much work to do as an outdoor industry So with that, go follow Latasha and show her some support and let's keep making strides every single day towards equality and towards justice and educate yourself about Black Lives Matter, make a donation if you can, and let's keep this movement rolling forward. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.